Hello and welcome to the Lead From Within podcast. My name is Janiel Mystery. This podcast is a vehicle for you to live true to yourself and live true to your greatness. You can really bring out the inner leader from within you, perform at a high level and really make an impact that you're really here to make. So in this episode, I really want to share with you um, five ways I deal with overwhelm. And so if you're someone who feels like you have multiple projects going on at the same time, if you feel like you are never getting enough done, if you feel like your to-do list is getting longer and longer and you feel frustrated that you're not making enough progress that you would like to, uh, you may feel overwhelmed, you may feel burdened by so much that you've got going, but at the same time, really, you really want to work on these different projects and you want to pursue what it is that you want to pursue. And it's very difficult for you to be calm and present and, and, and in a constant chase or uh, constant, I guess, chase um, of getting things done, but then never really feel like you're getting there. Then this podcast episode is going to, going to be really powerful for you, particularly if you want to be able to perform at a high level, get things done, be effective, but do so from a place of calm, from a place of alignment and from a place of inner peace. So, I am I am that person, or I used to be that person a lot, <laughs> um, and I do I, I, and I do still find myself um, sometimes in a state of overwhelm. But I've, I've been able to deal with, with it better with these five things, which which I'm going to be sharing with you. Um, and so, I have been the kinds of person who has multiple projects going on at the same time, different two different businesses, different projects so many things which I'm inspired to do, projects which I am inspired to pursue. I get really excited when I first start something and then executing it with um, with all the, all the different projects that I have going on, it can be very difficult. I feel I have previously felt that I don't just don't, ha- I don't, I don't have the time for things. I don't have the time to fit it all in. Um, and I've, I've been the kind of guy who I've tried so many different time management techniques, practical tips and tools. I've read loads of different books on productivity and bits and pieces. Um, and they've they been great ideas. I've implemented some of them, um, but I still had found myself after some time still frustrated, still overwhelmed, still mentally burdened um, by things which I want to do. And I had been focusing on all the big things that are, you know, of a priority to me, but then all the small things in life, like we say small, um, the small in my world, like things which I need to get done at home, like small things at home, I need to make sure that I, I, I know how to use the new heating system in my house, um, which I just haven't had the time to look on YouTube to figure out how it's done. Um, you know, things like that. And they all add up, like these small things add up and it it kind of bites away at my own integrity because I'd found myself saying that I'm going to get it done. But then because it's not a priority, it just they, it just kind of went off the radar. And um, and then I realized, well, it's getting cold at home. I need to figure this out. And I just, then it, another big priority comes on top and it just remains an incomplete task, which then just kind of bites away at my own power, my own um, kind of personal integrity, and uh, it just takes up mind space. Uh, it's one of those things which I need to get done and it just pops up here and there in my life. 
um, as, as I go through my days, but I know it's never, and, and I have a constant mem- uh, kind of reminder that, oh, this is not done yet. It's not done yet. It's not done yet. And that eats away at your mind, at my mind. Um, and so you may resonate with that. And so I realized recently that this state, this overwhelmed state is or was created by me. And so what is overwhelm? Well, essentially, overwhelm is a state of being caused by our own mind. And so say, for example, those times when you've been on holiday or you, you've, you've been overwhelmed when you're at home and then you've gone on holiday um, and all those things that were on your mind that you needed to get done at home were just kind of parked and you're able to enjoy your holiday. Some of you may not be, been, have been able to enjoy your holiday because you still were thinking about the things that you need to get done at home. But many times in my life, when I kind of go on holiday, I kind of forget the day-to-day stuff and I'm just there and I'm, I'm on holiday. And all, all of a sudden my state changes, even though all those other things have not been done yet, but I've kind of left that at home and I've gone into a new environment and I'm like, it's it feels good. What has actually changed there? Well, the things are still there to get done, but my state of being, the way I see the situation has changed. And so I think the core thing, even before I go on to the five things which I'm going to be talking about, the core thing to realize, if there's one thing you take from this episode, it's that overwhelm is a state of being. And it any state of being is created in our own minds. And so life will continue to happen around us. There's always going to be things to do. But how we are perceiving it, how we are thinking about it, creates our reality. It creates our state of being. And so when we are looking at things as this a lot to do, I'm behind, I'm burdened, and we focus on these kind of thoughts, then it creates an overwhelm it creates a state of being that is overwhelm. And so one, the, the, I think the most transformational thing that has helped me to reduce overwhelm or to manage it in the right way, in, in a way that's effective, isn't so much about the tools and techniques of, of time management things or tips. It's knowing that I am not overwhelmed. It's the way I'm seeing my situation is overwhelming. And there's two different things. I'm going to say that again. I am not overwhelmed. What it is, is that the way I'm seeing my situation is overwhelming. And so that's really good to know because the way that we see a situation, the way that we perceive what's our world is in our conscious control. And so... What if it isn't so much about the tools and techniques as it is about the way that we see it, the way that we are seeing our world? And so the question is, how can I take control over my state of being? To be more peaceful, to be more calm, to be more aligned with my own power. And so these things, these five things which I'm going to be sharing with you, Yes, they are to some degree some tools, but they're going to be tools to really focus on your state of being rather than just looking at the external and 
using our intellectual mind to 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 um, overcome overwhelmed by by doing things. It's it's more so about the way that we are perceiving our world, the way that we are creating our reality through our own minds. And so the, these five things are really going to be focused on that. So that's the that's the way I would listen to the five things which I'm going to be sharing with you. Um, so look, take th th these are these are kind of things that have helped me and help my clients. And so, um, particularly if you're someone who is in the who works, you know, either in your own business or in the corporate world, with you know you're you're leading projects, you're doing different projects at the same time, you're leading people, um, or you're leading things at home. You know, you're a leader in the house, and you've got you know that that that's the whole job in itself. You know, figuring out different projects in the house and in in the home with children, family, whatever. Um, Cool. So I'm going to get started. So number one, this is something which I have done recently and it's really transformed things for me. I make a list of incomplete tasks. And so previously I had, had done this before where when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I make a list of all the things that are on my mind. And that's great because it takes it from my mind out in, onto paper. And that really clears my mind and that clears our mind when we do that. But I had done it previously as a one-off task. But there's power in making a list of incomplete tasks. And I do this on an A4 plain sheet of paper, keep it on my desk. Um, and I put tasks that are incomplete on there. So people that I, I may need to email, that I need to remind myself, um, things that are incomplete in my mind. And I just keep this list. It's not a to-do list, by the way. So I want to really differentiate that. It's not a to-do list. It's just a list of incomplete tasks that I keep on my desk and I add to it. So whenever my it, it pops up in my head that I need to get something done and it's incomplete or something's not complete, I put it down on, on that list. And then as my day goes by, I or as my weeks go by, I I, I prioritize, which which I'm, which I'm going to be coming on to onto the next point. But for now, it's just having a list on my desk of incomplete tasks. And so there's the my, my the there's mental burden that gets I don't need to remember incomplete tasks I just put it onto this paper I keep this it's a um, active piece of paper so I, I continue to add to it I continue I continue to cross things off when when they're complete but knowing that I have a list of incomplete tasks is is great because I don't have to use my cognitive memory for that so that's the first thing having a list of incomplete tasks and so this is not a to do list. And so the second point is actually not having a to-do list, but more so using your calendar as your to-do list. And so the second point is using your calendar as a to-do list. So when I look at my days, when I'm planning my days, I ensure that my calendar is basically my it's a piece of art I, I i create my calendar as a masterpiece and so because masterpiece days masterpiece weeks create a masterpiece life and so i make sure that my calendar firstly is set in regards to my priorities but secondly with these incomplete tasks whatever i feel is a priority to get done today i'm i i use i use my incomplete task list and I basically put it on my calendar of certain activities which I want to get done in the day. So I don't have a to-do list where it's somewhere, somewhere separate. It's an incomplete task and I'm going to put it on my calendar because whatever gets scheduled in my calendar gets done. 
So that's the, that's, that's the second one. It's really use your calendar as your to-do list and not have it elsewhere separately. That's really helped me to reduce the overwhelm because it's allowed me to um, make sure that I don't have to remember to to get things done. It's on it's on my it's on my calendar, and I and I use my calendar all the time, like as as I'm sure you do. Um, it, it kind of dictates your whole kind of working life, and so I really make sure that I, I carve out the time for, for high priority tasks and I put it in the calendar. I just don't, before what I used to do is have my calendar full of meetings or whatever, and then have my to-do list separately. But then there was no time allocated to get the to-do list done. And so it was two separate entities, but now I, I only have one entity. Um, and so that really controls my state of being in, in, in a positive way. Um, so I'm not overwhelmed as much and I'm, I am, are much more clearer on that when the thing is going to get done, carving out the time for it and using that. And really, you know, I don't, sometimes I, I, I do stick to it most of the time, but there are times when things happen, right? Things get in the way, life happens. And so then I just simply just create another time block later on in the week or next week, depending on how high the priority is for it. So it's no big deal. Cool. So that's the second one, use my calendar as my to-do list. The third one is... Every week I sit down and map out my priorities. Every week I sit down and map out my priorities. And so there's so many things that we can use our time to do. We can use our weeks and our weeks will go by on, we can create work for ourselves all the time. But every single week, I, I either on a Sunday or a Monday morning, normally on a Sunday, I sit down and think, okay, this week, what are my top priorities? What's the most important? Now, that is really good from a weekly basis. But then every single day, I do the same. I sit down every single day and start the day with, okay, what are my top priorities today? What is it that I that I need to prioritize today? And, I, and I'm really ruthless with this. I'm ruthless with this, and I'm going to come on to a mindset perspective on, on, on number five, um, but I really have to be ruthless and focus on actually what is the most important. And your mind will be like, well, actually, I need to get this done. I need to get that done. But actually, what is the most important thing? And knowing that it's just, you have to be ruthless for this is really important. Um, and I, and I, I really think about, okay, I use the term just for today. So whenever I'm thinking about all the things which I want to get done in the week and at the start of my day, I, I, I don't, I, I make sure that my priorities are, are, are relevant to my, are, are relevant to my week, but I just think about, okay, what would make this day a success? Like just for today, I don't think about tomorrow. I don't think about what happened yesterday. I just think about, okay, just for today, what would be, what would class as, as a success? And particularly if you guys, um, if some of you may own your own business here or, or at least run your own teams um, within within the corporate world and in the working world, it's so easy to get burdened with other priorities that are not your priorities, other people's priorities, um, or from a business point of view, activities which are not income generating. And this has happened to me before where I was kind of getting burdened with doing things and getting distracted, not even so burdened, distracted with activities that are not really activities that are producing income for the business, which is, you know, the, the lifeblood of any business. Um, 
And so it's, I had to be really ruthless and really go deep on actually what is this actually doing, this activity? Is it actually income generating? Is it serving people? Is it serving the business? If not, then is it a priority? I had to be really ruthless with that. So I had to, I make sure that I'm cross-checking my, my priorities every single day. Um, and so when, how does this reduce overwhelm? Well, every single day when I've got this priority list, I'm just getting clear on what today, what, what, what is going to be a successful today? And I don't think about tomorrow. I don't think about the other stuff on my, on my incomplete task list. I don't think about other priorities. I just think about just for today. And it keeps me really present. It's, uh, and it's also trusting to know that I've actually considered all the other stuff that's going on, but I have consciously decided these are my priorities and I trust it. So I'm not guessing, I'm not questioning myself. Um, I'm just really present and look, this is, this is what my priority is and I just get on with it. So that the way that I'm seeing my world has, is different to if I were to see my world without having done this. So that's the third one. Every week, sit down, um, kind of set your priorities and every day do that. And then following on from that, number four, this is really important. This is something which I never used to do. Again, celebrate my days and celebrate my weeks. I used to be the kind of person where I used to finish my day not completing everything which I wanted to do and then just focusing on all the stuff which I didn't yet complete and I need to move to tomorrow or later on in the week. And so with that state of being, it's coming from a place of, oh, I've not done enough. I've not done enough. I still thought so much more to do. No wonder I was feeling overwhelmed because if I'm just focused on all the things which I've not done yet, and all the things which I need to do, I need, I need to push moving forward, then of course my state of being is going to be one of overwhelm. So how do I reduce that? How do I change that? Well, at the end of every day, before kind of shutting down and um, finishing work, I have celebrated what I've done. I celebrate what I've done, the small things, the things which I wouldn't have even have celebrated before because I would have just been like, well, that's just normal. I need to, it's stuff which I need to get done. No, I celebrate it. I, th I think I go through my calendar. I go through the things which I've done today and I celebrate. So if, I'm, I'm going to give you an example of yesterday's celebration. So yesterday I um, sent out PDFs, which I needed to send out of my three-month Awake 100 project. Um, which I may be talking about later on uh, in, in the podcast. Um, I went to Sainsbury's. I, I, had, I had to do a shop. So I, I made sure I got that done. I had my daughter's um, injection, uh, her vaccination at the, at the GP surgery. So I, I, I made sure that I was present for that. And I, and I, and I took her with, with my wife and that was done. I scheduled some podcast releases. Um, I did some, I, I attended a meeting, a client meeting for my consulting project. Um, I had a, uh, a session with my book writing coach in the morning at 8am. So I did that. I um, made a couple of changes, which I needed to make on the podcast online. I connected some people. I, I was meaning to send out an email to, to introduce a couple of uh, uh, friends of mine in Canada. So I did that. I, um, yeah, that, what was, what was that I did? I think that those were the main things which I did yesterday. And that was a, that was a success for me because my, my calendar was pretty much focused on that and I got it done. I attended a, another a mentoring session of mine um, in the in the evening, which which I had to attend. So these are all things which previously I would have classed as yeah, that's just normal, that's just life. Um, no, like those are my priorities, and I and I got them done. And so celebrating them. 
Um, and those, so I celebrate my days. And then at the end of that, I think, okay, what do I need to transfer tomorrow? And so I, I, I make a list. I don't, I don't think about that in the evening, what I need to get done tomorrow. I, I transfer whatever I didn't do that was a priority today or, not, you know, not a high priority, but things which I'd like to get got done and I didn't. I just transfer that tomorrow. No big deal. No big deal. Um, and then I do the same with my week. So at, at the end of each week, I reflect on, okay, what all the stuff which I achieved this week and then do the same thing. And what, what do I need to transfer to next week and celebrate it? Notice all the things that you have done because that gets you in a, in a really great state of being. It, it, has, it reduces overwhelm. You realize, well, actually you have done all the stuff that was a priority for you um, and you have done stuff. You've not just wasted the week or the day and it puts you in a positive state of mind to go into the next day or the next week. Um, so if you're inspired to do that, then it's something which I would recommend um, if, if it aligns with you. And it really it helps your mind switch off. So you don't have to think about things in the evening or um, during the weekend or whatever. And then finally, the fifth one. This is the most important one. Now, this isn't so much a tool or a tactic or a practical takeaway that I want to give you, but more so a mindset. A mindset of being a ruthless essentialist. And so this is probably the most important part, which why you know, I'm leaving it to last because... Um, I wanted to save the best till last, but I would really prioritize this as number one. This is a mindset, a ruthless essentialist. Now look, there are always going to be things coming your way. There will always be things to do in life. Things are never going to be 100% done because you as a human being are always expanding you're living, you want to work on projects, you're going to have new desires uh, as, as life goes by and you're, and you're going to be inspired to do different projects and do different things and take different courses of action. And so there's always going to be things to do. Like you're always going to have um, to wake up in the morning and have a shower or brush your teeth. There's always going to be things to do, even if it's that at that level. Things are never going to be 100% done. Now, particularly for those of you who are either in business or in, in um, positions where you're working on multiple things at the same time. You guys who are listening to the podcast are generally ambitious, growth-minded individuals. So you are someone who's growth-minded. You want to work on projects. You want to create things. You want to do things in the world. And so when you play a big game, no doubt you'll have loads of things that you need to get done. Like that's the game that you are playing. And so being at peace and knowing that it's never going to be done is, is really important. So you're always going to have things to do. So being at peace with that, it's never going to be done. Accept it and be okay with it. You're never going to get everything done. Things are never going to be 100% complete because when you think they're complete, there's always going to be more desire to do more and to be more. And so the peace, the inner peace doesn't lie in a complete to-do list. The inner peace doesn't lie in getting everything done. The inner peace, the calm state, the state where you can be in alignment is when you own the fact that it's never going to be done, but you're able to prioritize it. You're able to deal with all the stuff that you've got going on, but you can be present and choose and be, and be the owner of the situation rather than be the victim of the situation. You own it. It doesn't own you. 
You own your calendar. Your calendar doesn't own you. You have the choice of what you prioritize. And this is, this is more about your relationship with your work. How are you viewing your work? Are you viewing it in a way that it owns you or do you own it? And so that's really important. And so it's like, I was, try, I was trying to think of a metaphor and how I can describe this. And I couldn't really think of a, a realistic metaphor. So I'm going to kind of give you what I had in my mind. It's like you are... I don't know, this is a really weird metaphor, but um, you're basically like on, on a high speed track and you're in your own little bubble car, right? So you, you've, you've got your own bubble and you're in this like kind of see-through bubble and you're, and you're speeding down the highway. And there's all kinds of stuff, this kind of like a fairy tale, like, you know, when you, when you, when you imagine flying cars or something, you can imagine this, like there's all kinds of stuff coming at you, but you're in your own little bubble with this seat. So you can see things, but it's not hitting you. And so, but you can put your hand out and pick whatever you want and bring it into your little bubble. Um, even if it's at high speed, you can pick your hand out and and, and you can pick whatever you want from, from what's out there. And um, I don't know why I'm imagining, imagining like an apple being plucked from the tree, like when you're traveling through the, some, some kind of forest, but you're protected by this glass window but you can pick out what you want and have a bite of this apple. Um, but imagine if you didn't have that bubble of yours, like this mental bubble that you can create. If you didn't have that, you'd be hitting into all kinds of stuff. You'd be hitting into trees. You'd be going at high speed. You'd be injuring yourself. There'd be so much coming your way and it'd be difficult to control it. So that's why I'm, that's a really weird metaphor and really unrealistic, but I hope that kind of uh, paints the kind of picture which I'm creating here, this inner peace and this calm state lies in you being able to pick your hand out whenever you want and take something, but not succumb to all the stuff that's coming your way. And this is what it is to be a ruthless essentialist. Um, really to know that actually it's never all going to be done, but you have the complete ownership and you have control of what you prioritize in your life and what you choose is, is your choice. And just knowing that, is, is great. That reduces the overwhelm, but also living into this mindset every single day um, and understanding what overwhelm is really a state of being, which I'm creating. The way I'm seeing my situation, the way I see, because in that bubble, you the way that you see the forest or the, whatever's coming at you um, is very different compared to if you were to not have that bubble and if you were if, if things were coming your way you'll be very you'll be much more distressed and stressed and anxious and overwhelmed um and so that's the five things i mean if you if you want some recommended reading on this a, a great book to read um especially on being an essentialist is essentialism by greg McEwen. a lot of my clients have been um have really benefited from that book so that's essentialism by greg McEwen. um it's been a, it's, it's a great book on really living that essentialist lifestyle. Um, cool. So I hope this episode was valuable for you. I would love to know what your kind of take on what, what your key takeaways are on this. Um, and feel free to share this with, with members of your team, members who you know that who want to perform at a high level, but be less overwhelmed and do so in a, in a, in a, in a way without sacrificing their inner peace, their calm state. Um, and, those who want to achieve more by doing less, 
to, to really be in, in, in their flow state more so um, and really lead in a way that is um, powerful for them. So thank you for tuning in today. Um, as always, I would really appreciate it for any of you who have been listening to the podcast and who are getting value from this, please take some time to drop a, a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It would really help uh, the podcast reach more people that I could serve so we can create a society where we are leading from within, we are performing at a high level, but doing so from a place of alignment, from a place of effectiveness, from a place of calm, um, and really to get the results that we really want to get. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode.